0: Visit redbarninc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. Guys, this is Eric Sue. So glad you guys joined us today. Today is August 25th, a Tuesday, and I have a special guest joining us a little bit later, Angela Jackson. And uh, we'll share with you guys a little bit more about who she is and what she does to help people grow their businesses and so forth. And I think she just called in, so I will bring her on. Angela.
1: Hi, Eric.
0: Hello. Good to hear your voice. Doing good today? Good to
1: hear yours too. Yeah, you. it's having a great day. How about yourself?
0: It's good. It's a little cloudy, overcast, but uh, we'll take it. It's not too hot, right? I know. I feel
1: like it's the it's the first sign of fall, so I'm not sure if it's to be excited or I'm a little sad <laughs> that I can't wear you know sleeveless anymore. But uh, but yeah, it's been awesome.
0: Awesome. It's funny you said that because that's what I said to my client. This morning, I told her it's a LA late fall, but anyhow, it's all good. Um, okay. Just introducing you. Yeah, I was just introducing you to the uh, show today, the podcast, and uh, I really am excited about it because I think you add some great value to what it's all about. And um, I wanted to give my listeners a little bit of background about you, if that's okay. Um, sure, go right ahead. This, awesome. And I found this on her LinkedIn. You guys, so you can find her on uh, LinkedIn. It's uh, Angela Jackson. Anyhow, uh, she says she's a self-motivated actionary. If something that needs to be done, she will gladly do it. People describe her as a visionary and motivator. She enjoys being at the front lines and being a creator, motivating others to join in and complete the task with their gifts and abilities. There's a gold, there's gold in everyone. And I love calling that and she loves calling it out and helping people succeed on all levels. Success to her is helping others be successful and taking the next step in their lives in being a better person. Uh, with that being said, there, Angela, would you like to share with our listeners just a tad more about who you are and what makes you super special?
1: Sure, definitely. And, and first of all, Eric, I want to thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast. I'm absolutely flattered, and I'm just really excited about being able to share a little bit about my story and about really what I'm passionate about. And it, it really comes down to that. I just I love helping other people be successful and, like, see that for themselves, see a see a vision for themselves that um, maybe they or no one else really has been able to see for them before. And so, um, just a little bit about my story, and and kind of as this is a fitness slash business podcast, it, this is really interesting because I've always always enjoyed fitness. I played sports often when I was younger, and um, but I, I always kind of knew I liked teaching as well. There's something I liked about teaching, and ironically, I kind of got those two things got to come together when I was a senior in high school. My family moved to a brand new state. And uh the school there was it was a small private school and they didn't have uh they didn't have a basketball team. And so okay. my dad decided, why don't we just go ahead and start a basketball team? And so we did okay. and um since he was pretty busy sometimes I got to be assistant coach and help teach all the, the girls that had never really learned basketball before how to play basketball from like the ground level, like not even knowing how to dribble correctly, how to pass the ball in right. So I had to think mm-hmm. through foundational parts and dissect, you know, how, how to actually play this game and to communicate that to them and to bring them to the next step. And and that's when I found out I realized this is what I love doing. Like I love coaching. I really enjoy teaching. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where I kind of first discovered a little bit about myself. And uh and again, ironically it not as. As time went on, I got my. I went to school, got my undergrad in interior design, and um, which to me, I just really enjoyed solving problems. And so that was solving problems with a space and for a client that had a need. And then after that, I went on to get my MBA, where I discovered a little bit more about the realities of marketing, which is just understanding people and being able to connect with them and solve their problems. So it kind of like allowed me to apply my interior design aspect, and um, wasn't really sure where that was taking me. I loved small business. I loved entrepreneuring, creating things, was working in the small business world. And um, in the meantime, I, you know, got into my own fitness routine. I joined a really, really unique kickboxing fitness um, club, and it was a, a, a newly growing franchise. And um, I fell in love with it. Like, saw, like, amazing change with my own body and my mind. And yet the community there, too, was was fantastic. It was just, it was so good for um, my whole person. And uh, and so maybe about six months into that, corporate bought that franchise. They came in, kind of, you know, took over, made it a little little bit more, uh, according to process, but a lot better. Had a lot more energy. And uh, the manager there about a month later asked me, you know, would you like to become a trainer? And I thought, you're absolutely crazy. Why would I do that? I have no experience in, in training. And he's like, well we'll, well, we'll train you. You'll get our certificates. And, you know, Um. so long story short, uh, as I realized that the foundation of that kind of a job in, in coaching really within a um, within gym was being able to um, be in a, like, high-energy, excitable environment and to teach and train people to be successful to get to the next step. And I knew that was exactly, exactly what I wanted my life to look like. Mm-hmm. So here I was <laughs> with a very, kind of an interesting background with design and business, and now I'm in the fitness industry. And really because I, I enjoyed it, but and the best part though was I got to train all the new franchise owners that came through the doors, so about once or twice a months, we have training camps, and I'd be able to show them not just how to be a good trainer but how to be a good manager, how to be how to run a gym on um, just uh, logistically um you know working with the members, uh sales, marketing, just every single part of the process. And and that's when I I found I was like this is my sweet spot in life. Like this is where I wanna land, I wanna be here to be able to teach business owners how how to be how to be successful and really how to connect with their their people, um, which comes in person but also via marketing. So, mm. um yeah, so it was it was a really exciting time for me and I, I was actually living in South Carolina at that time. And uh, I ended up going through some, making some decisions about, you know, wanting, I've always wanted to live in a big city. And so I actually decided to move to Chicago just over a year ago. And, uh, you know, just ready to start something new. wasn't sure what that would look like, but I kind of had some ideas. had no idea that when I moved here, uh, a lot of these fitness franchises that had trained reached out and asked for me to do some freelancing consulting work for them, really on marketing and employee training. And uh, I was actually really insecure about that. Like I I had a lot of um, uncertainty about, you know, what, like, could I do that? Like, who am I? Like, you know, I haven't, I don't have a degree in consulting or, or whatever. And so it was, again, it was all up in my head. It was this like huge hurdle to get over to think that I could accomplish this or like I was, I'm too young, I'm too inexperienced or whatever. And, and so it was really me just, uh, just actually needing work. Like, I needed to pay my bills and eat sometimes. And so I um, I just walked into it, and I found, like, again, this is it. This is my passion. This is the career I want to go into, which is just helping small businesses. Um, And specifically for me, it's been in the fitness world, really understand. Um what's going on in their business to be able to partner with them and take them the next step in their growth and um and so that's that's really what I've been doing um in the past about year and three months is uh diving into that and, and the and recently I joined the uh, in an advisory consulting group here in Chicago, which is very helpful because I get to work more with Chicago clients instead of traveling a lot mm-hmm. and uh, we just have the same philosophy about people about customers about business owners and um and so it's been it's been such a good experience and i've been able to see through all of that even looking back to when i was you know a trainer on the floor working with people how it all comes down to what you view about yourself and like how um like your mental game walking into it and you have to fight you have to fight to actually go somewhere to grow and to be successful and successful i, I think is it a dollar figure or isn't it isn't maybe even like a number on a scale for you know someone that really wants to to you know see some different change in their body or become better it's, it's it's really coming down to you moving forward like every day and not saying no and not giving up and not quitting and so that's that's really that's really kind of been my journey through it and i'm still going through it and i'm still learning and growing and trying to do you know um Different things like a podcast, which is exciting, and also meeting <laughs> successful, successful, you know, fitness, health and fitness people and owners like yourself Eric. So that's yeah, yeah so that's just a, a little, little bit about my story.
0: Sure, um, that is awesome information, and I, I can see that you are familiar with both sides of the coin. Being on the front lines, teaching, instructing, and educating people as a trainer, coach, um, and then on the other side, uh, helping these. Trainers need the better people, better trainers, uh, better overall mm-hmm. um, people in their industry. So um, I can see you have uh, both sides of the world there, and um, you you do add value. And when we spoke last time, uh, you shared so much information. And um, one of the things I wanted to pick your brain about was like, what are your top three business growth tips that you would sh- be able to share with people?
1: Sure, and you know that's... That's such a good question. It really, yeah. I, I want to start at the very foundation, um, and that is, you you can't grow unless you know where you're coming from. You you have to know what your why is. You have to know what your purpose is. And and and, and you know this, like it's it's like what what do you think about when you get up every morning? Um, what's that? What's that big big picture? Goal or like foundational aspects about about your life and about um, about your business that that keeps you going and and it's kind of like this idea of of hope or you know or um, purpose and foundation. But mm-hmm. I feel like before you even talk about other tips of growth, like that's my first tip. Like figure out your purpose, write it down. Like really believe it it can't just be you know to you know to be better or whatever like like everyone has their own purpose and so as a as a person as a business owner, as somebody pursuing a better um, you know health and wellness and and fitness you have to you have to remember why and that was the big thing I saw in the fitness industry was people would start with this with this idea of change and and, and wanting to be better and you know and hit all these massive goals. So they had these amazing goals, but they they forgot one day why they were doing it. They forgot that they were trying to, you know, take care of their bodies for preventative reasons, so that they wouldn't have, you know, diabetes or cancer or, or other heart diseases. You know, and they forgot that they need to take care of themselves as a person, their their mind, their their body, and every aspect of it. And so, if, if you lose sight of your purpose, then it's going to be really easy to just Lose and to to quit or mm. to to go off in some random direction. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so yeah, I I would say that that's my first one. Um, uh, second one is that really as a business you have to commit to growing. If you you have to be changing. If you are always just staying stagnant in one place and okay with the status quo, it's it's not going to work because the industry is. Always moving forward, so you have to be not just moving with the industry, but moving one step up, one step ahead. And mm-hmm. um, and if you're not if you're not growing, then you're going backwards. Actually, so you're either going forward or backwards. There's actually no thing in the middle in this comfort zone. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it's being willing to lean into that uncomfortableness of, of growth because it is hard. It takes some it takes some risk, and um, it's not going to happen by accident. You know, I talk a lot about that with marketing. It's not its not accidental, but it's a very planned, methodical process. Write it down, come up and create a plan and track it, but hold it loosely and let it be flexible because, you know, things change. Like in business, every day is a little different. Mm-hmm. Your plan will not turn out as you expect. I think we all know that, whether it's fitness or business. So just, it just doesn't align exactly, but the important part is you're committing to growing. And so, I, to me, failure is isn't really when expectations don't match up. It's actually when you stop and you forget, you know, your why, and you and you walk away just you know because it's difficult or whatever. But I, I just want to throw it out there that
0: Absolutely. it's difficult.
1: You know, like growing, growing is difficult. You have to embrace the pain to see results. Um, and there's a lot of stress involved. There's you know hard things, but if you run. If you, if you run from the pain, you're just gonna live in this, you know, non-existent mode. But if you embrace it and just and lean into your um, comfort zone, you're gonna, you're really gonna see yourself grow as a person and as a business. And again, I feel like that applies so much to the fitness world. Is that you, you have to commit to something. You can't just be lackadaisical about it. You have to commit and you have to embrace the difficulty and pain of fitness. And until you, and then, you will see like just amazing results. And then the last one, um, as you you know have laid down your foundation of why you're here, and then you're committing to growing from that. You need to grow with someone. And I, I often find uh, almost across the board that owning the business is very lonely, and it's a and it's a really difficult journey to do by yourself. And um and that's because there's there's not a lot of people that can handle being a business owner, um, or that have that motivation. So when you're in it, it can often be really lonely. And uh and you, you just get caught up in your own head, you kinda of forget what's important, your priorities get out of line and you kind of you kinda of start going a lo- like a little crazy. And so just mm. having someone else to talk to and bounce idea ideas off of and just to kind of you know, throw in some perspective is extremely helpful in validating and um so like whether it's finding a coach or a consultant, an advisor a, a somebody that's gonna consistently be there to to grow with you throughout that process because otherwise i think it i think it starts you start going crazy <laughs> and you know don't, absolutely. Don't, don't don't be crazy
0: <laughs> no absolutely absolutely and and those top three are are super because I can as you were speaking. Uh, I could remember uh, many of my listeners know that I uh, was a former gym club owner of Boality in Wooddale. And, um, yeah, number one, specifically the purpose. If I didn't have that purpose, I would not have gotten up every single day Mm -hmm. to do what I did. Right. Um, So that was huge, and and I uh, totally agree with that. Number two, what you said about wanting to consistently grow. Absolutely. If I didn't make any adjustment, uh, the, the competitor down the street or a, a, someone else would probably, you know, uh, outpace me or whatever, to, so that they yeah. they would get a bigger market share in my area. So, so absolutely, I have to grow. And then the third tip that you said was doing it with someone. Uh, so huge. Um, going by yourself, doing it by yourself. Um, I think it's, it's probably the worst thing you could do for the business. One of the mm-hmm. things is because there won't be um, feedback. There won't be um, someone to make sure that your keys and your whatever are crossed uh, mm-hmm. on wire, things like that, right? So right. Um, yeah, those little details do uh, matter and, and absolutely great, great tips. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I
0: know that, um, yeah, and I, I know that uh, – uh, future uh, trainers and personal trainers, whoever come across this, they they, they want to know. Um, you know, you 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 can share maybe a little bit about your advice for people who want to start a new fitness club. Maybe what would that be? Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Um, you know, it's a, it's a difficult industry. I, I mean, it's um there's it's it's a it's a great time to go into the fitness industry because it is it's in the trends. Everyone's interested. Everyone wants to know more about everything related to health and wellness, so nutrition, fitness, working out, the the mental part, every part of of the fitness industry. So it's a good industry to get into. However, it is very, very difficult to stand out. And so if, if you are going to go into the fitness industry, you have to be ridiculously risky, you have you have to take some risks and you have to really decide to be uncomfortable on some things. And and what I mean by that is deciding really clearly up front what is absolutely different about you. And the thing about that, it can't you can't say something that you know, for instance, you can not say, you know, that we're a high you know, experience and the the best trainers in, you know, Chicago <laughs> or or whatever, right. because you can't say something that other people would deny. You know, like there's no fitness club out there saying that we have inexperienced trainers, or or yeah. that you know we have we have really crappy weights. You know, like they're, they're not going to say that. So you have to come up and describe something about you that really is very totally different from everyone else. And it might be a very small detail. It might be something as as little as you know. Um, Forty-minute workouts for women, you know, mm. over forty. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's not that you're saying it's not like you're pushing away the people who don't mm-hmm. fit that. But what you want, you have, you want need to have these messages that go out, and then when people hear that, they think immediately, that's me. You know, wow, right. they they created a business exactly for me. And people only know that when you're really specific. But it's it's risky. It's it's very risky, and not yeah. a lot of businesses are willing to do that. So if you're right. going to start in the new fitness industry, really step out of that comfort zone. And it's hard because you, it's like you're thinking, I'm turning away memberships and turning away dollars. But in the long run, it's really the best strategy to stand out because otherwise you are just noise in the marketplace. Right. And I totally and you, agree. You, 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 right. Yeah, and, and, and with that is just not competing on price. Because you got you got to compete on what you're different about. If you're always competing on price, you're gonna lose. So I can tell you that right now, you're right. not gonna work. You're not gonna survive. Um, because because this is the cool thing about the fitness industry, though. Know, um, people are coming for for a very emotional reason. Normally, it's it, they're not normally coming for a a um, you know like like a, a very cut and dry you know unemotional reason there's something about them that has, it, it could be, and you don't know this, it could be they're going, um, they are pre-diabetic, or maybe they're going through a, a major change in their life season, or it could be because they are really overweight and they, they can't play with their kids, you know, like they used to be able to. So you have to, if you appeal to the higher motive within, in your fitness club, then they will they will be willing to pay, whatever it is. And, of course, some people might not be able to, but most people, if they're walking in your doors, they're, they have the money to actually commit to fitness. So you have to show them that you're willing to put, to, you're thinking about their higher motive, which is that emotional need, and not necessarily about what the price is. Because you can, right. you can give people to and convince them that what you have to offer is going to bring them and to that place where their need is satisfied, that pain is taken away, and um, and and you don't have to worry about dropping your prices just to get someone in the door because that that's really going to kill you in the long run.
0: Right, right. You're absolutely right. It's one of the things that I think I um, was told early on and, and had um, learned was was um, what you said, pricing. That that's irrelevant, really. Anyone mm-hmm. can. can can beat you on price or whatever, challenge your price, and um, what other value can you bring to the table? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. Um, so, so I know you had uh, some great success with what you do, and would you be able to share with our listeners one of your success stories? Sure, I would love to. And and I was
1: thinking about this and. One of my favorites, really, from uh, here in Chicago, was a fitness club I work with in the suburbs. Because uh, I started working with them just under just about a year ago, and they were basically right at break even—you know, barely making it. The summer was pretty rough, and um, so I was able to come in and start working with them, uh, with their employees, um, and also with their marketing and instead of instead of doing what most people do with marketing and just let's throw money at this idea or this idea, and they try like ideas here and there and My whole philosophy is to spread it out and you need to have a couple different things that you do and and let it bake over time so we just really diversified the options we um we you know did things whether it's an internal campaign or uh social media website print materials, you know we try to use a little bit of everything. And and then we really trained the employees well to be able to also market but then also follow through with the sales. And I mean it was it was pretty quickly within well within two months it was um they had about doubled in their in their revenue and and then, you know, over time, you know, so, and holidays can kinda of sometimes give you a little bit of a um a big leap because people are coming in right before the holidays, but We've been able to see real steady um, steady growth, and be able to maintain that that rate over time. And so that, for me, like being able to look back and see that amount of change and growth over the year has been, you know, just the numbers wise, has been really really exciting. And and for a while, they were you know in the top ten of the franchise in the country. Um, but but also, I, I don't want to pass this up. Just seeing the the amount of relief and um uh, comfort the owner to be able to work mm-hmm. alongside of someone else. And like to me that was that was really satisfying. To be able to to help someone else feel that success as in and also for their team.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Um we're getting to the end of this podcast mm-hmm. and all time flies when we're having fun. However um <laughs> uh,
1: uh,
0: maybe in a later date we can uh do a second show. Uh just wanted to let our listeners know how do the people get in touch with you? And where can people find more information?
1: Sure. And one of the best ways would be through uh, Anchor, Anchor Advisors. Uh, AnchorAdvisors.com is the, the company I work through in Chicago uh, for consulting and advising work. And my email through that is just Jackson at anchoradvisors.com. And and then also if you want to follow me that's not weird at all you can follow me as much as you want on Twitter and on my blog. Uh, my Twitter is just angkjack angkjack and my blog is it's kind of a video blog um and it's it's called by design marketing or no by com biodesignconsulting.wordpress.com and that's where I, I kind of just give real short snippets and tips about you know my philosophy and view of marketing and uh how to be successful as a small business owner.
0: Very good. I'll have the um website and some of the links up on our um podcast show notes. So uh if anyone's sure. listening you can go on there and check it out. Um it was really, really good, Angela, to learn a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and why you make a difference sure. in people's lives. And um, maybe we can do this again in the future. It was really great, and I hope you had a good time. I did. And um, I'll yeah. talk to you soon.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Eric. I really appreciate you for getting me on. I'm looking forward to
0: next time. No. Awesome. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, Eric. Bye. Wow. What a show. What a interview. She is dynamic. She is full of information and very, very helpful. I hope you guys like that, you guys. Um, I just wanted to give you some reminders real quick here. If anybody has any comments, suggestions, you can contact me on Facebook at Eric W. Sue On Twitter, Eric Sue JP. On Instagram, Eric Sue JP, all all one word. Um, Let's see here. Oh, so... September 1st is my new website. Hopefully, it'll be ready and uh, looking great. Um, September 1st is the launch date. Look out for that. It will be Uh Real quick, I also wanted to give a special sponsors thanks to Mary Tolford. She is with Berkshire Hathaway Home uh, Services, and she is a real estate agent. Um, check her out. Um, I'll have it on the show show notes where you can find more information about her. But thank you, Mary Tulford. Um, there's an event I'm going to be at this weekend, Saturday, August 29th. It's a business overview event of my nutrition company, Business. And it's on Saturday, August 29th. Like I said, it starts at 8 a.m. Uh, information will be on my Facebook as well. Hope you guys enjoy this sh- podcast. I'm so excited that... Um, Angela was able to share her information today and hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys are doing great. Remember, stay active, be safe. You know what's awesome? being able to try stuff out. That's why clothing stores have fitting rooms and why restaurants have sampler platters with, like, all the appetizers. And I can't even imagine choosing a Froyo flavor without sampling. Talk about brain freeze. That's why Sprint is giving you the opportunity to try our amazing network in Chicago with the Sprint Satisfaction Guarantee. When you switch to Sprint, you can take your time and get a feel for what we're all about. Call up your cousins in California. Upload photos of your adventures all around the city. Stream your favorite playlists on your L-Train commute. Put us to the test and see what you think. If, for whatever reason, Sprint isn't your flavor after 14 days, just bring your phone back in and we'll refund the phone cost and activation fee. It's that easy. We're willing to bet that you'll love our network, but you don't have to take our word for it. Try us out with the Sprint Satisfaction Guarantee. Visit Sprint.com slash Chicago Network or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. Excludes actual usage charges, activation, and restocking fee may still apply. We refund device cost. Restrictions apply.